Mosley. Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Thank you, Central National Bank. Thank you for what you do, being a great presenting sponsor that you are. I've been so excited about getting to talk to Danny Davis. I, um, you know, one of the great all-time SWC quarterbacks, and now he will take his rightful place in the SWC Hall of Fame. Danny, welcome to the Matt Mosley Show, and congratulations on the uh, on the big honor. Well, thank you so much. Happy to be a part of the show. Well, we're we're excited to have you, and that's going to happen August sixteenth. Uh, that'll be a noon uh, Tuesday, August sixteenth, at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. And um, Danny, that had to be a neat call after all these years. I mean, you obviously probably should have been in there a good while ago, but still, uh, to receive that call and hear about it, what did that, uh, how did that make you feel? Well, let me tell you, I was a little bit surprised because everybody was calling me at my church and they were congratulating me. And I was trying to figure out what are they congratulating me for? <laughs> and, uh, finding my brother, Mark sent me the article and everything. And I said, Oh, Okay, <laughs> but I was real excited about it. I, I, to be in the uh, Southwest Conference Hall of Fame is an honor all by itself. Yeah, and and I think back on some of the all-time U of H greats. Uh, I, I mean, what was that like? Take me all the way back to uh, Dallas Carter High School and the first time you heard from Bill Yeoman, like who, what was your, what was it like uh, your recruitment? And I, uh, what, what, all those, uh, all those years ago, did you, and, and what else, was there another um, school you were thinking about back then? Or did the University of Houston uh, start reaching out to you pretty early in the process? Well, it was kind of funny because Don Todd, who was the defensive line coach and offensive line coach, at Dallas Carter, took a job with the University of Houston. He came and got Joe Russ, and he came back the next year and got uh, uh, Reed Hansen. And I told him then, I said, hey, coach, don't forget about me. Come back and get me. <laughs> and I didn't I didn't know. I had no idea. I was just saying, come back and get me. Well, at that time, uh, Jimmy Johnson was with Arkansas, and they were trying to get me. My dad was sold on Jimmy Johnson in Arkansas. He had everybody in my family hollering Suey Pig. <laughs> I came home one day, and he, and he was hollering Suey Pig, and I had to tell him, well, I'm going to University of Houston. <laughs> he said, well, what is, uh, uh, what is University of Houston? Uh, what do they say? I said, they say eat them up. He said, okay, then eat them up it is. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you you went there, and, and a lot of times quarterbacks back then had to wait their turn. But there in 1976 as a sophomore, uh, you get in there, and, and when you arrived, I know there were other quarterbacks, maybe even bigger quarterbacks, but you quickly forced your way into the lineup. Now, Danny, take us back to, like, 1976. Y'all ended up having a great uh, season, won 10 games, go to the Cotton Bowl, win the Cotton Bowl, what do you? What kind of allowed you to win that starting job and to take hold of it? Because I, I, I know one of the things is, boy, you had a great grasp of that uh, famous Veer offense. Um, how, who, how, what was that like, having to battle probably some older uh, quarterback candidates? Well, 
Well, it wasn't just the older quarterbacks, but it was the guys that came in with my class. There were four of the quarterbacks, and every one of them thought they were going to be the starter. Matter of fact, a guy from Hempstead by the name of Johnny Johnson, he was a quarterback, he told me he called a meeting in my room and said that they brought him down to be the starting quarterback. I said, I dare he say that in my room. And uh, so when it was all said and done, they made Johnny Johnson a running back. They made another wide receiver, a wide receiver quarterback out into a wide receiver. Another quarterback went to defensive back, and I was the only one left. And I believe the reason I was left, because I really uh, had the players at heart. When they would mess up, I would kind of be the one that would encourage them. i say, man, don't worry about that. We'll get it next time. And so Coach Yeoman liked that. He liked the fact that I was encouraging people and not getting on them when they would get on them. And uh, so uh, I guess he decided to put me in as as quarterback. Now, what was the key um, in terms of timing with that veer? I mean, I know sometimes y'all would run those dive plays and, or belly plays, as some would call them, and, and suck people in there, and then y'all would hit them the outside what was the – I mean, did, did you work on those option pitches just constantly? Uh, I, You know, I, I'm, I, I remember when Lance McElhaney came into the SWC a few years later at SMU, and he had that uncanny knack to unload it at the last second. Was that, um, that kind of just natural? Had you already been doing that at Carter, or is that something well, you kind of had we, to learn? We ran – a portion of the veer uh, from the eyeback field and then from the split backs as well at Carter. But really, uh, when I got to University of Houston, they would drill us left and right, and I finally discovered what they were looking for. I mean, they wanted somebody that would stand in there, and they convinced me, first of all, that uh, you're not going to get hit. (laughs) They're going to hit the running back. And I said, okay, I can do this then. <laughs> so, so we got to the point where, where it was just second nature. I had some good running backs like Aloys Blackwell and Daryl uh, Thompson and Randy Love and Emmett King and John Newhouse and all of that, and they made the job much easier for me. How how were you? Uh, how was Houston received in the SWC? 1976. Y'all did not arrive hat in hand, by the way. Y'all won it three of the first four years. (laughs) You were in the conference. Was everybody, um, Danny, what were they, what was the attitude like? University of Texas, Baylor, Rice, all these other schools. It was kind of funny. Uh, Our first year in, well, let me take you back a year before that in 1975. They had us to play all of the uh, so-called lesser team. We didn't play Arkansas. We didn't play Texas Tech. We didn't play Baylor. We didn't play um, Texas or Texas A&M. We played uh, Rice. We played SMU. And we got beat by those guys. And they said, y'all think that's something. Wait till you come in 76. Well, I didn't play in 75, but I was playing in 76, and I wanted to make a statement, and I think everybody else wanted to make a statement, and we kind of figured out why we lost those games in 75. Uh, if you go back and look at the record, we were like 9-2. Um, and two. Well, we were 2-9, and nine, I take that back. 
we were two wins and nine losses. But every game that we lost was by one point. And so we said that we could win this conference coming into it, uh, or we could at least win nine games. And we did that. Um, the conference, I guess they, they, they didn't embrace us too good at first. Uh, matter of fact, when we played S, when we played uh, A&M, we were at Rice Stadium, 70,000 people, and they were calling us Cougar High. When we went to University of Texas, they had over 70,000 people in there, and it was Dad's Day, and uh, uh, they were talking about us left and right. Everybody uh, kind of had our number, but we kind of weathered the storm and, and really learned how to dance in the rain. I would say so. Talking to Danny Davis, the legendary Houston quarterback. I mean, some people say that y'all kind of moved Daryl Royal. He had that great career. But after uh, seeing you guys, (laughs) Daryl kind of went on into retirement uh, right around that time, 1976. And you know what I'm talking about. Y'all beat Texas 30 to nothing. I believe that game did happen in Austin that had to give you guys just tremendous confidence, I would think, to take out a team that, uh, uh, you know, leading up to that had been one of the superpowers in college football. Well, it really did. When we beat Texas and we beat them like that in their home stadium, uh, it gave us the the thrust to go forward. And that's exactly what we did. We took that and ran with it. Yeah, yeah, and and two Cotton Bowls, nineteen seventy six and nineteen seventy eight. That first Cotton Bowl, what do you remember most about that game? I've read up on it. Y'all playing Maryland. I think you made a real big play in your own end zone late in that game uh, to complete about an eleven yard pass. And and I understand it, Danny. The way I've read about it. You were running for your life back there. You had all kinds of people jumping at you, <laughs> and and you were able to complete the pass. Now that's not like Yeoman to in that kind of situation. Y'all had the lead. Um, you know, you he probably I didn't I wouldn't think he would be wanting to uh, have you you know dropping back to pass. What what do you remember about that particular play? Well, well, we had learned uh, earlier during the year because we had faced a similar situation and we kind of handled it pretty good. Uh, when when I was throwing the ball, I'm going to tell you, I get all the credit for throwing that ball, but we were lucky because I was trying to throw the ball out of bounds. <laughs> and Robert Laverne just happened to come back and catch him. <laughs> and the legend grew, grew from there. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You had to think that y'all were just going to win. But but Merlin Merlin was a good game. Uh, We jumped out and headed them 21 to nothing. And uh, I I think we were kind of mad because we were not rated um, in the top four. We thought we were at least in the top four. And we really wanted to play for the national championship that year. And we were thinking about who we were going to play. And when we got Merlin, um, maybe we should have been, but we weren't as impressed with Merlin as some others were. Uh, we thought that the Southwest Conference had better teams. A and M with 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 they bunch um, had a better team. Uh, Texas with they bunch, we believe they had a better team, and even Baylor had a better team. And so we just felt like we could win that game. 
What's the, what's the, talking to Danny Davis, the uh, Houston quarterback, now going into SWC Hall of Fame, what's the, what's the hardest lick you ever remember uh, in, in the SWC? You talked about, boy, there were some pl- players that went on to the, uh, the uh, have NFL careers. I, I would imagine Singletary was starting Mike his career. Singletary. <laughs> Mike Singletary, that was the hardest lick. We came down. Uh, the first Southwest Conference game we played was was Baylor, and I I never forget I rolled off the pile and turned and Mike Singletary came around the right side, and he hit me right in my chest, and boy I could not breathe. I went back to the huddle and Bill Yeoman sent a play in, and uh, I was sucking for air. Say, say time out. <laughs> But Mike Singletary was the hardest lick I ever had in my whole life. Matter of fact, when we finished that game, they had to do some uh, treatment on me for my show because he 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 developed a blood clot uh, with that lick. Woo, it was it was something. Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> those are the, you you still feel some of those? I I I bet. And then it, well, I'm I'm sort of curious. I remember reading stories that the Cotton Bowl officials, uh, y'all were a new team in the SWC, and, and, and the Cotton Bowl officials said some things that, well, Hoss Brock's the one I remember that I've read about. Uh, how, how Did that motivate y'all that, that maybe the, the Cotton Bowl officials weren't as excited about Houston coming to the Cotton Bowl as, they, as maybe they would be other teams? Danny, you hear me? Let me see if I can get him back. Oh, okay. I, I thought Danny maybe uh, maybe got upset with me there for a second. But, uh, no, we just dropped. Uh, we accidentally lost Danny. Try to get him on. Talking to Danny Davis, the uh, legendary University of Houston quarterback. And uh, it's kind of fun that Houston is now coming back into the Big 12, and they'll team up with some of these schools, some of their old foes like Baylor and TCU. But, uh, I mean, getting to talk to someone like Danny is just so much fun. And the fact that he came from Dallas Carter. We all remember, a lot of us remember Dallas Carter in the late 80s, early 90s being unbelievable. But I guarantee you they were great in the 70s as well. We're trying to get uh, Danny back on the phone there. We just lost him all of a sudden. That guy was telling some great stories, so we need to get Danny back on if possible. But Oh, good. Hey, Danny, sorry about that. We lost you. Uh, I, was in the okay. middle of, uh, I was in the middle of asking you this. The Cotton Bowl, when you all went in 76 and, and maybe even in 78, you know, you all disrupted things in the conference. There's a hierarchy, and suddenly <laughs> there's a new team, and you all immediately start winning. Now, those Cotton Bowl officials, as from what I've read, were maybe not as excited about Houston and, and the Cougar fans showing up in Dallas to the Cotton Bowl. What do you remember about right. that? And did that did that motivate you guys even more? Well, I, I, I can understand their position uh, with a new team. They, they know that A&M spends a lot of money. Texas spends a lot of money, and they just felt like the University of Houston wouldn't bring their share of people. But literally, they know that all of Houston wanted to come down 
and support <laughs> us, even teams, uh, even people that had no affiliation with the University of Houston. So they changed their tune about that a little bit. But, uh, you know, rightfully so, they should have thought what they thought. It, 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 we didn't use it for motivation or anything. We just felt like we were a good football team. Yeah, yeah. Talking to Danny Davis, the legendary quarterback from the Houston. Now, that Notre Dame game, I'm sure people still bring it up to you uh, all the time. Does that one still <laughs> leave a mark? I mean, you guys had the lead, and then here come the fighting Irish. I love some of the quotes before that game that you had, by the way, because you did not have any fear um, about anything about, oh, playing this legendary program. But does that one still haunt you a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. We, I, we think we let it get away. Um, uh, it's always hindsight. We look back and see what we could have done a little bit different. But but to their uh, credit, they did everything they needed to do to win. They blocked the punt, ran it back for a touchdown. Uh, our punter got hurt. Our long snapper got hurt, Chuck Brown. And so um, – we were forced to do some things that we weren't uh, equipped to do at that particular time. I go for it on fourth and one. Uh, if I had to do it all over again, I'd probably run behind Melvin Jones and give the ball to Randy Love, uh, who runs low, instead of giving it to Emmett King, who runs high. Yeah, now I can tell you've thought about this a couple of times <laughs> over the years. Uh, oh, yeah. And, uh, I, I love the quote that I'm talking about. I, I saw this in an old Washington Post story. You said uh, you said something about, I'm not scared or awed by playing Notre Dame. They sure don't intimidate me. I've played against big teams before. I don't pay the Gipper any attention at all. I'm not concerned about myths. <laughs> all my life I've overcome the long odds. I kind of enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah you and, were... and that's the truth. I, I, I grew up right uh, about a couple of miles from the Cotton Bowl, and I used to work at the Cotton Bowl selling popcorn and peanuts and everything. And, and after the games were over, we'd go down and we'd play on the field and wanted to play that one of these old days. That's what I kept saying. And I uh, got the opportunity to do that, and, and I, weren't, I wasn't going to be intimidated by anybody you know, I think I played with some guys that weren't intimidated by anybody either. Well, and then you went on and used all the, your oratory skills and leadership skills to become a pastor. Uh, that's, uh, that, I mean, and you've had a long and distinguished career in that world. How how are things going uh, uh, there? I mean, I've looked at uh, uh, some of the things at your church. Are you still are you still in the pulpit almost every Sunday? What what are you up to these days? Every 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 Sunday I'm in the pulpit. I've been pastoring the Jordan Grove Missionary Baptist Church, which just happened to be a couple of miles from the University of Houston. Uh, I've been here for 29 years. Wow. Uh, that's pretty neat to be right there, and I'm sure there are even current students that come over there to your church some, and uh, that's uh, that's that's really neat to still be there and close to your alma mater. And and it's got to be kind of neat yeah. for you, isn't it, with to see Houston come into the Big Twelve, um, uh, not this season, but the next season, and then partner back up mm -hmm. with Baylor, TCU, some of their Texas Tech, yeah. some of their old foes. Are you excited about that? Right. 
Well, I I am. I, I really am. I, I, I thought that U of H deserved to be in a different conference. Um, we 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 kind of waited our time, uh, and finally they let us in the Big Twelve. And it looked like the Big Twelve will probably get some more teams in there sometime soon. And I think it's going to be a good conference. All right. What what scripture are you using this Sunday, by the way? Can you tell us the text which you'll be uh, preaching from? Here we are yeah, on a I'm, Friday. I'm, yeah. Okay. I'm going. I'm going to come from Second Kings, the second chapter, verse eleven through nineteen, and I'm going to talk about uh, making the impossible possible. Okay. I like that. I like that. All right, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to check that out online. I assume your uh, sermons yeah. are online, so I'll uh, I'll check that they out are. streaming. They, yeah, you could uh, you could always use the 1976 season, right? And uh, <laughs> you you got some yeah, uh, pretty good right. illustrations right there. Well, Danny, um, I can't wait for. I'll be there at the uh, August uh, 16th, I believe it is. And uh, I'll let people know how they can buy tickets. And it's the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. You can call, and and uh, I'll give I'll give folks the online. But that'll be really neat. And some of the people you're going in with, Carvin Holcomb was a great basketball player at TCU. Oh, Santana Dotson. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, Santana, and, and both of them was, came from Yates. That's right. That's right. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a whole other thing. It, that's almost the equivalent to coming from Carter. People that came from Carter or Houston Yates, there's a there's a pride mm-hmm. that that stays with you throughout your life. And uh, uh, that's, that's exactly uh, right. Yeah, yeah, because those are legendary schools. And uh, I think yeah, you can't. Santana talks about that um, all, all the time. So it's a great class you're going in with, Danny. Uh, really appreciate the time. Loved having you on. And uh, it's just uh, congratulations to you. Well, thank you so much. Enjoyed being a part of the uh, broadcast today. You bet. There he goes. Danny Davis, the Reverend Danny Davis, uh, coming to us from uh, right down the road from the University of Houston, where he is a pastor and never misses a Sunday. Uh, Second uh, Kings, uh, chapter 2. 11 through 19, making the impossible possible. Really like the text, and I'm going to kind of have to look into those verses there. But, uh, Danny, you can tell from listening to from uh, to Danny that uh, he is a uh, excellent pastor and uh, was a tremendous college quarterback. And so I love those SWC legends. That's one of them right there, Danny Davis. Thank